I would love to just talk about how we can begin to just compassionately start to do the work around that intergenerational patterning from our parents. Yeah, I think 2020 was pattern disrupt in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. And anytime we're out of our familiar, many things happen. The familiar is what we gravitate to evolutionarily as humans. So for some of us, even not going to that same job, using that same route at work or whatever it is can be challenging. And then of course, it's complicated even more by those of us who have actually experienced losses, maybe of people, maybe of finances. Now we're going to be activated in terms of, for some of us, maybe new traumas, for others, older traumas. Then who are we at home with? How much time are we having? Do we have the time to go introspectively? Then like you're saying, Lindsay, to look and to see these patterns. Are we just having more time to witness ourselves? And with that, with healing in general, can come a lot of challenge, a lot of discomfort. We do, many of us, at least begin to feel some kind of way when we see, oh, right, I am like this because mom and dad or whomever had those limitations or I had these experiences with them. So to that, I say a couple things. Allowing whatever feelings to come up is part of the journey. Allowing yourself to feel the hurt, the disappointment, the anger, whatever it might be, the grief, the loss that could go on to infinity, whatever you're feeling, allowing that to be true for you. Because a lot of us prevent ourselves from healing or prevent ourselves from releasing our emotions and actually moving on because we don't actually feel them. We don't experience them. We don't express them. So that's really an important part of it. To do so, however, non-judgmentally of the self, right? A lot of us judge ourselves. We feel like we shouldn't feel sad. We might feel like Mm -hmm. other people have had it worse. So Mm -hmm. who am I to be upset about this not very big thing that happened to me? So allowing our feelings to be without judgment, this also can extend then to judging the other participants, the family members that you know were part of your experiences. This doesn't mean that you have to enter in the same type of relationship with them. However, if you can pull back, again, see them as humans that were limited by their own past experiences, that can allow us to expand, as I say, and to hold maybe empathy and compassion. You can understand why they had the limitations that have caused you pain. And you still may choose the word that I think many of us love to hate, boundaries, or you may choose to put up dynamics or new shift your dynamics in those relationships. Obviously, that's a process. Everything I just described, that doesn't happen overnight. I think, though, that that allows us to release our own feelings safely. And then, like I said, for those of us that need to shift and change relational dynamics, possibly with family members, to begin that journey. The boundaries thing, it's so funny because it's so popular right now. I feel... Like so many people talk about boundaries and it's just like a very hot button topic. And I really loved the post that you did recently that was boundaries versus demands. And I felt like that was really helpful for me when navigating the online space, especially because I felt like a lot of the rhetoric and the demands seems like it was rhetoric used by online accounts and people that were making demands of others, maybe that they know or don't know. And it's interesting in my life, the way that I've sort of moved into my boundaries. It's like, it starts with the mom and then it goes to relationships and then it moves to social media as social media has progressed. For people that are brand new to boundaries, I guess, what is like the general awareness or how do you help them realize what boundaries are? Because I feel like for me, it's like a very energetic awareness of it. So how do you introduce people to boundaries? 
Well, I introduce people to boundaries by defining them as limits, first and foremost, which I think for many of us who don't have boundaries, like myself, can be very elusive. <laughs> what do you mean a limit? I don't know where the separation is between me and you. I just feel blended together. Like I described myself earlier, I was blended together because my needs really did fluctuate based on those around me. So there wasn't that, right, that, that separation. So really you're talking about with your parents. And then that, that I repeated that wow. into, as we do, most of us do learn the model for relationship based on our primary caregivers, whomever that might be. So I was raised in a two-parent home. So for me, my primary relationships with either of those parents became the blueprint. I think listeners out there, if you look around, we do tend to see ourselves being very patterned in relationship. We're always the helper. We're always the caretaker to some degree. And again, that originates with, within our model of relationship. So as someone who'd never had parents that modeled boundaries or that separation, my whole family, right, was an enmeshed unit. I talk about group think. Paris think this. We do this. We don't do that. That's an example of that lack of separation. Really, there was five people in my family, five assumably individual people, <laughs> oh yet we gosh. were grouping ourselves mm -hmm. together as this unit who all had the same thoughts at the same time, who all had the same needs at the same time and got them met in the same ways. And that's just not true. As similar as we might be to people in our life, our loved ones, our family members, even we're still unique individuals. So having the safety and the space to create that separation allows us to embody ourselves authentically, present ourselves within our relationships and allow others to do the same. So the way we can create that space that many of us lack is through boundaries, is through putting up those separations. And I did that post, Krista, because I've come to see whether demand, ultimatum, a lot of times we are misconceptualizing and misusing this idea of boundaries based on a, a faulty premise, faulty logic, one that is really uncomfortable in so much we can't change other people. And when we have the idea by putting an ultimatum, by pointing a finger, we are operating under the belief, as far as I see it, that we can. That if I were to make something uncomfortable mm -hmm. enough, right, for someone else, the risk of losing me, perhaps, you'll change. That's just simply not true. I think all the listeners can attest, those of us who have attempted to change, change is hard as hell. Change means I have to make new choices day in and day out. So unless that comes from somewhat within, I'm not going to be able to maintain that. So when I talk about boundaries, they're really an action for me to create that safety and that space so that I change. And then obviously an indirect often consequence of my changing is the relationship changes, is by proxy, the person changes in a more indirect manner, but it's not in that very directional way that many of us attempt. Because it seems like control. Yeah. And we as humans love, love the control. control. We hate the idea of uncertainty. We That's can't tolerate it. That's why I think 2020 it. was so hard for so many people because we, myself included, think that we have control of our lives. And yeah, I've just realized I'm like, dude, I have no control over anything. I have no control over. As much as I want to, in my mind, mentally think that I'm creating my reality, which I very much do, I know also that I really have no control. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. 
We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.